Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Absolutely In Love podcast with me, Lauren Stewart, a dating and relationship coach who actually found love on the internet. That's right, I actually met online and in real life, fell in love, and married my husband on a dating app. Our story isn't entirely traditional, even for dating app standards, but it worked for us and I'm here to tell you all about it. But before we go that far, I just want to let you know what you can expect on this podcast. Throughout each episode, I'll talk about online dating through my own experiences with some special guests and talk about articles I read and applied while going on my own journey. Yeah, I actually did some research while dating online because whatever I was doing for a long time was not working. Yeah, I'd get a lot of messages or I'd talk with a lot of guys, but it didn't turn into the relationships I thought they would most of the time. So before we really kick things off, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about my journey. And when I first started online dating, when it finally ended, thank God, almost a decade decade later. So I first started online dating in 2007. I was a freshman in college and I had a Yahoo email, if anyone remembers those, and they had a Yahoo personals portion of the website. I guess I made a profile. I really don't remember the specifics or how I even found it, Uh, but I started talking to this guy and he seemed really cute. I do remember a lot of them not being very attractive to me. Uh, They seemed to be a lot older. Keep in mind, I was 18 at the time. But let me just tell you that first relationship I had, the first date was great. It was kind of like a fairy tale. He thought I was cute. I thought he was cute. And I had some self-esteem issues back when I was a teenager. So it just really like hit all the buttons of what made me feel accepted and comfortable. We ended up dating for five months. My family hated him. He didn't like my family and it ended because of that. So that was my first rule that I ever made was that I would not date anybody who didn't love my family, who didn't fit in, who didn't see themselves as part of it or anybody who maybe in the future would try to take me away from them. So that was my first experience. After that relationship ended, I briefly hopped on again Uh, in 2008, the next year, before I met a long-term boyfriend in real life. Uh, I don't remember, I don't think I hopped back on Yahoo, and I don't really remember what app I may have been on, Um, but that doesn't really matter, because it was very briefly, I had a different boyfriend from college, we broke up, hopped on for like two months, and then had another one. I dated him for about three years, And again, when that ended, it was 2011, and I went on what I'll call my first official dating app. I went on Plenty of Fish, which is still around today, made a profile. This was even before Tinder. I'm sure I would have probably downloaded Tinder if it was around by then. Um, But I made a Plenty of Fish profile, and didn't really know what I was doing, like Facebook had only been around in my life for about five years and I thought that online dating would be like another social media platform and social networking and you could add people and it was fun because it was all guys but it was really overwhelming because there was so many (laughs) 
So raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. And guys, raise your hand if you've gone on a dating app and just been like, oh my God, there's so many girls on here. I don't even know what to do. I did meet somebody on Plenty of Fish. We dated for a year and a half and that ended and it even went across the country. I was living in Arizona and had moved to uh, the Midwest and he moved back home to his home state in the Midwest. And we became a little bit closer geographically, but it was still considered long distance. Um, And it just didn't work out. If you wanna know some more details, definitely like send me an email and maybe I'll go into those more in depth um, as it becomes appropriate because we will talk about the things that come after the online dating part. So this podcast is to talk about online dating, like when you're actually using the apps and everything afterwards too. So that ended, got back on again. So this is the fourth time now that I'm going online and it's 2013. Tinder had finally become a thing, so hopped on Tinder. I also got onto eHarmony because I thought that would mean I was more seriously looking for a husband. I was 25 at the time and felt that I was really ready to settle down, uh, so I should maybe kick up my game a notch. I also had an OkCupid profile and probably one more that I don't even remember. That went okay. I moved back to Arizona, so any dating I did through that in grad school just didn't pan out. Um, I went on a few dates here and there, but nothing really fleshed out like I had wanted to and became a relationship. So the final time I went on social media, I guess, or got on a dating app to try to date was in 2015. I tried Bumble for a hot minute, and I'll probably tell you in another episode my personal issue with Bumble. Uh, I tried this thing called Coffee Meets Bagel, and that was just too confusing that I never even really used it. Um, I don't think I ever went on Hinge, but I would have loved to do that one because I hear it's very popular now. Um, But I was back on Tinder, also on OkCupid, went on a lot of dates, had all these different rules in place about what type of photos a guy was supposed to have, things that I really needed from somebody in a relationship versus things that I could negotiate on. For example, I wouldn't swipe right or send a message to somebody who had photos where they were only wearing sunglasses. You'll learn more about this theory I have called dumb eyes. It's not so much a theory, it's more of a physical characteristic and just what I'm attracted to. Um, But it was really important to me because I did go on a date with somebody who had all sunglasses photos and when we met in person, he looked like a completely different person and I wasn't attracted to him. Um, So yeah, that's how that rule came to be. Um, So we'll talk more about some of my personal rules and maybe some rules that you might even want to implement when it comes to perusing through the dating apps and how you can develop your own strategy to be successful on them. So like I said, that last time I went back on dating apps was in 2015. At the end of 2015, I think it was Christmas, maybe not Christmas day, but it was Christmas time. I was at my parents' house. I had kind of been seeing this guy on and off again. 
it wasn't going well. He had friend zoned me and I thought like, well, if he just knows how great I am, then he'll come around the bend and make me his girlfriend and we can get on with our lives and fall in love and have a life together. Um, but it was my dad who basically said, if you're really serious, you need, you need to step it up a notch. So I'd already thought I had, and he's telling me to get off the free sites and actually invest in my dating life. Now, as a woman, I can kind of see where he's coming from. I don't completely subscribe to the ideal that the man should always pay or that the man should only ask out a woman. Um, I actually messaged my husband first. So if that tells you anything, you'll know I don't subscribe to some of those traditional norms, but I do subscribe to some of them. Um, but if you don't, that's totally great. Like, do you? And I'd love to hear what some of those things are and talk about them here. All right, so back to my dad's conversation with me. He's telling me, well, I've heard of Match. He saw like a commercial on television and all these people on Match, you know, they're meeting each other. And of course the commercials are gonna show all the successful stories, right? And I had stayed away from any app that you had to pay for. Like I never upgraded to OkCupid or Tinder where it was a paid version of it and maybe had some more features that I could have used to work in my advantage. Um, I was cheap. I was two years out of grad school working at a job, um, which was a great job, but like I didn't, I didn't have that expendable income to invest in my dating life. And what I was going earlier with as a woman, like sure, yeah, you invest the time into it, but there's usually something with money that makes you take things a little more serious. That's my belief. And maybe I didn't see it before and my dad was making me finally see it that I really wasn't taking it that seriously. That I just kind of thought that love would drop into my lap and I wouldn't have to try very hard. Like, you know, I'm not horrible looking. I'm not a supermodel either. Um, and I just thought, like, love would find me. And I didn't have to look very hard. I didn't have to switch up what I was doing. So sitting on that couch, basically being told by my dad that I need to up my game in the dating world. And this is, he and my mom had been married for 28 years or something at this point. So I've seen a successful marriage. I did it. I just sat on the couch and reluctantly and rebelliously, I guess, downloaded Match, that's where I met my husband, and paid for the six months because at that time, and maybe now if you pay for six months and you're not successful, they'll give you another six months for free. Um, and then I met my husband six weeks later. I messaged him first. We talked a little bit on the app and exchanged numbers. We talked on the phone. I thought he had a sexy voice. We FaceTimed the next day and he was who he was in the profile. Although I'll back up a little bit. I was afraid because when we first started texting before having that phone call, 
One of his first messages to me was, I'm gonna send you an updated photo because the ones on my profile are kind of old. And I was so scared. I thought I was gonna get a picture of this old man or this guy that I wasn't physically attracted to anymore. Just like a completely different person. When he said he had old photos, they were maybe a year old or two years old. Um, he had been in boot camp with the Navy, so he hadn't had a chance to update his profile while he was there. Anywho, um, that was it. Like, FaceTime was amazing and we didn't do any of those things, but that's where we fell in love. Like I can say that when I say that our relationship is not traditional, it's a little unconventional. I mean, we we fell in love before we even met in real life. So it was just confirmed when we met in real life about a week later. Anyway, we've been married now for two and a half years. We have lived overseas together. We now live back in the US. We have two cats. And we have this life that's really beautiful. And that's why I want this podcast to be here for other people who are dating online, maybe not being so lucky. I certainly wasn't for many years. Like now looking at it, I kept saying that I did online dating for almost a decade. And I definitely did it for a decade. The first time in 2007 and the last time in 2017. Or, ah, no, that's wrong. 2016 was when I met my husband. My bad. So it was almost a decade. But I certainly looked for a husband for a very long time. But I want people to know that they're not alone. There's other people like them that online dating doesn't come easy. There might be questions out there. And if you have friends who met in real life at a bar or they're they've known each other their whole lives or they met at school which are all ways i thought i would meet my future partner they might not understand the complexity and the just different environment that online dating brings there's a lot to filter through i mean you go to a bar and there's a maximum occupancy so figure you know we'll just say everything's 50 50. You go into a bar and there might be an, a maximum occupancy of 200 people. So we'll say 100 people are there that might be your potential partner. Well, maybe there's like 30 of those people are already married. So now you're down to about 70 people. So 70 people even at once seems overwhelming, but when you log onto these dating apps, there are hundreds if not thousands of people that are immediately brought in front of you to just filter through. And I wish I had had a game plan the first time I ever did this. That's what I want to help listeners do, you do. I don't want to see you as a listener. I want you, I want to see who you are, whoever you are that's listening to this. And and help you or hear your success story. There's some different fun segments that I want to incorporate into this podcast as it grows. Uh, one of them is called Second Date or Eliminate. I'd love to hear stories of first dates from people that you met online. I would love if you want me to look at a profile of somebody or even your own and I can look at it and help you maybe just 
give that unbiased opinion of what your profile says about you. Uh, Let's talk about what your end goal is. Why are you on social media or dating apps? I keep saying social media because there's the Facebook dating now, which I'd love to talk with somebody who does that and see how it actually works. Um, But people meet on social media too. Like it's absolutely possible to consider Instagram and Tinder and, or Tinder, sorry, TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Gosh, what else is there? There's so many now. And like people meet through those platforms too, and they are apps. So why not consider them a dating app? So if you've made it this far, thank you. I hope you'll listen to the next episode when I get it up. I'm planning on releasing these every Friday. If you have any topics you want me to talk about, or if you think you might be a good guest, uh, some of my goals for this podcast are to talk to ideally a couple Um, If that's not possible, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, I'd love to talk with somebody about from every single dating app that's out there and just talk about their experience and to give everyone a sense of, again, that community, let you know that you're not alone, let you know that it is possible. I feel like a broken record, but that's really what I'm here for. And as a dating and relationship coach, I want people to find that person that completes them or just be able to figure out what you might be doing wrong. I was talking to a friend earlier and we were talking about patterns and maybe you have a pattern that's not serving you that you don't recognize yet. And I'd love to help you find that pattern. Or maybe there's a pattern in the guys that you keep dating. It's easy to say, I always date douchebags. Well, don't date douchebags, but you can't see a douchebag through a photo or through what they write in a profile. So thank you so much for being here. And I'll definitely be back. I hope you will be too. And welcome.